Hello, and welcome to the Shedding Light podcast, created for you by Lighthouse Family Church. I'm your host, Kewan, so join us as we talk about all things faith and how we apply these principles to our daily lives. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Shedding Light podcast. I've really been enjoying this. I hope you have as well. It's been wonderful to hear your feedback. So thank you so much um, for for commenting, for, for letting us know what you think. It, it really, really is helping us and it's just wonderful to hear that. So today is going to be an interesting one uh, because we're kind of talking about this, this podcast, uh, what's been going on in the life of our church, in the life of our people, um, and just just looking at this this journey into an online presence. I'm joined by Pastor Trev. Trev, welcome back again. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, well, man. Good, good, good. And I think it's only fair on a platform like this for everyone else to hear to say congratulations. Liverpool have done it. Gee, They've finally. won. Finally. In in you know less than ideal circumstances, but it's a win nonetheless. So congratulations! It's about time, I think. Oh, thank you so much. Listen, I was younger than you. Um, I was twenty <laughs> years old when Liverpool last won the league. <laughs> it's been so, a long time. <laughs> a long time coming. So that's good. Um, so Trev, we've we've been we've been looking um, at all sorts of different things in this podcast, all sorts of different principles. Um, but when we were chatting, we thought it would be a good idea to to kind of give a little bit of background into our our, our fairly recent journey into an online presence. Um, you know, for those for those who don't know um, what things are like at Lighthouse Family Church, if you've been a part of our church for a long time, you'll know that um, we've always appreciated and always loved physical meeting here at church. And so when everything went the way it did, let's just put it that way, we were left with a choice, I guess. So Trev, maybe you want to talk a little bit about things just before, kind of when, when, things, when things hit the first time um, and just the thoughts that I'd, I'd actually like to hear the thoughts that went through your head as a senior pastor um, looking forward as what are we going to do as a church? Um, yeah, what what was kind of going through your head? Wow, it, it seems like quite a while ago now. Hey? And it, yeah. I mean, it was just really March, um, just a few months ago. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we all remember just scrambling. Um, you know, first we heard about this COVID-19 had hit our shores. Uh, and then our president um, spoke of a state of emergency. Uh, and um, And literally, I think the following week, um, uh, towards the end of March, we were in lockdown. And so I think we had one service where we sort of spoke about it and, and um, pretty much from, from there we were heading into lockdown. So we, like a lot of churches around our city, around our country uh, and, and individuals, kind of all had to scramble. Um, you know, uh, some, in fact, probably very few uh, businesses and churches have that strong online presence where they could just easily transition. For most of us, I think it was a real scramble. And so uh, particularly for our media team, um, yourself and, and Senor, Megan and Jared and the guys, you know, just it was just phenomenal that we were able to do what we were able to do. And so we did a whole lot of pre-recording. Um, yeah. You remember that? Um, yeah. Because initially lockdown was only supposed to be 21 days. Yes. With the suspicion that it might be extended, and, um, and it was. 
Uh, and so and so we kind of went in there, um, knowing that we had done the, the pre-recording stuff as best we could uh, with the limited resources that we had and, and you know, in, in the knowledge that would see us through the, the lockdown period. I think the real challenge, certainly for me, um, and I think uh, many of us, came uh, at the end of April where our president then uh, announced that lockdown was easing, but to level four, which in many ways felt as restricted as, as level five. Yes. More businesses could obviously go back. Um, but I think it dawned on us then, it certainly dawned on me, that this was going to be a lot longer mm. than we initially thought. Yeah. Now we had run out of pre-recorded stuff um, and we were all a little bit more comfortable now recording on our phones and uh, you know sending it through to you and Sino to edit and, 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 and so on. But uh, it certainly was an adjustment for me to now get my head in the game and go, this is what it's going to be like to you know, to move from a kind of a stopgap, a kind of a very temporary short-term uh, thing to perhaps a more medium-term scenario, i.e. a couple of months rather than... And remember, obviously, going to level four, we still couldn't actually come and record at the church and, and stuff like that. So, uh, so we're working from our homes, and I, it, I think it took all of us, you know, a, a little bit of getting our heads in the game as to what this was going to, going to look like. So that was the initial journey, initial reaction. Uh, and, and I think... What has been encouraging, both talking to people in our church who are in their businesses um, and, and adapting um, to, to us as a church based on the feedback that um, many of our, our, our viewers and listeners and members of our church have, have given, has been that it's been really well received. In other words, in a limited time frame, we've been able to adapt pretty well to, to do something that is meaningful and, and engaging. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's so good that you speak about that initial reaction because I think you know, at least for myself, I, it would have been very difficult for me to foresee um, what, what would become a, a multiple month um, lockdown. But mm. certainly at first, I mean, we, we recorded those first three weeks yeah. of services in, was it two days? Two days, back to back. Back to back, long hours. It was, it was quite stressful. And at least in my mind, I thought, well, that's it. We're good. Mm. We've got three weeks of content yeah. done. At the end of that, we'll be able to come back. But almost overnight, it went from long hours recording here with a whole team, mm. cameras, lighting, everything to, okay, uh, Trev, can you sit on your couch with a phone in front of you yes, and just yeah. preach, preach a message? Yeah. You know? And it, it became that very quickly, yes. which... It's, it's, <laughs> I love, I, I just love how quickly we've had to adapt to this. Yeah. Um, and in the most part that we didn't have much of a choice. No. You know, because the alternative was at the end of those three weeks of pre-recorded content, mm. the alternative was just, oh, well, silence. Yeah. You know, oh, we'll just w w see this through. And I'm so glad <laughs> that we didn't. Yeah. So, you know, looking at looking at the, the journey that it has been, looking at um, some of the, the quirks and some of the, the fun things that it has brought out as well, you know, um, I, I had Kim on the previous episode and we were just talking about how job descriptions now, uh, seem to have just like, been fl like flown out the window that yeah, now, yeah. now, you know, Kim is, Kim is part-time children's pastor, part-time film crew, you know, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. we've all had to become something yes. else. Um, but one of the other things, and I thought it would be really good to to hear from the horse's mouth, Trevor, as the man who came up with this whole idea. <laughs> Please explain 
to the listeners the phenomenon that is Percy. Why? Why did why did you do that? Oh, what word. was um, the point? Was it planned? Uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah, years ago we we uh, Kim we were in a, um, a, a children's store, toy store, whatever in Cape Town, and, and Kim had uh, saw this. Um, um, this puppet, uh, and uh, um, and she thought this would be a great idea for children's church. She bought it. I don't know how often they, they've used um, Percy, but uh, she was fiddling around with it uh, just before lockdown. Um, uh, you know, just uh, just uh, with one or two ideas because we obviously wanted to do a few devotionals for the children. We yes. wanted it to be a family service, and we wanted, um, especially in those initial couple of weeks, and um, and I thought, you know what? Sometimes at a time like this, you need like a, a mascot a distraction, a, a, something that's a little off the wall, that's not even deeply spiritual, you know. Um, and, and of course, uh, you know, uh, that, that's my idea um, uh, in no capacity. Um, um, I'm certainly not talking to, as the senior pastor. Um, <laughs> but I had to try and convince um, the children's pastor, who just happens to be my wife, that um, this would be a good idea to, to use Percy not only, you know, as, as a um, as a tool within a kind of a family devotion, but also as, a, as something that's fun, something that's just a distraction, something that long after this is gone um, and we immortalize Percy somehow in the church, yeah. we'll remember <laughs> that it was Percy that carried us through those dark days. Of course, it's God. We all know that. But, but yeah, just as a distraction, just as something. Yeah. The challenge now is to creatively come up with um, you know, new ways of um, you know of of utilizing utilizing Percy, uh, and uh, so um, so one of the uh, Ross wants to kidnap Percy. We're trying to say, look, you know, we don't want to traumatize the children, uh, but anyway, we um, we 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 continue to look for ways to enhance Percy's ministry among us. Wow, who knew Percy would who knew who knew Percy would become a, a fantastic ministry opportunity? I think that that's <laughs> that's the weird thing for me is that. It almost seems like we, we've put so much effort into so many aspects of our online presence, mm. um, meeting after meeting, um, you know, plowing not not just not just um, you know financial resources into things, but but just emotional energy into yeah. things. And of all the things that people have grabbed onto, it's a puppet. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? In fact, adults more than children. Yes. Um, so yes, that is the weirdest thing. Yeah, yeah. That is the weirdest thing for for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, because it could have it could have sounded like we just went off on a real tangent talking about someone. But um, go check out our YouTube channel. Go look at the services, and all will, all will make sense then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Trev, look, looking looking then at something like Percy, and just just how. We could not have planned for for a, a puppet like Percy to become such an integral part of our services, to become such an integral part of just what we're doing here. There's 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 clearly had to be a a lot of adapting and things that you we we could not have planned would become potentially long term things. Because I think in in the most part. It's been short-term planning. I mean, it's very difficult for us to plan long-term at the moment. Oh, exactly. You know, and I think meet, meeting meeting the mission in the moment, meeting what we have to do now has been really good. Taking what we've got, the resources that we've got, the people that we've got, 
and doing what we can with what we've got at the moment has been really good. But out of that, there's been some really interesting things that that you've at least identified that that could be potential long-term things like this podcast, mm. um, like Kingdom Perspectives on Facebook. Um, maybe just just to hear your thoughts about that, Trev, just on... On, on identifying some things that, that could potentially now be long-term things and, and um, yeah, what, what the potential of those things are. Well, in this process of adapting and moving now to, to an online presence, so the questions that we've asked over the last month or two um, have been, well, well, how do we now enhance? If this is going to be longer, i.e. a couple of months, I'm going back now and say yes. two months, the discussions we had, in, uh, in late April, early May. Yes. If this is now going to be uh, a couple of months, you know, the, the predictions were always that in July there would be the surge, the, you know, move towards the peak, um, July through August and, and so on. Then, um, then it is going to, you know, be a while. And so we've, we've you know, adapted and looked at things like the podcast, for example. That was your uh, vision and idea. And part of it was looking as people went back to work, moving from the sort of daily devotion that was uploaded on our Facebook, which was uh, visual to audio, because people are most likely to be listening in their car as they go to work. They're not going to click onto Facebook every day uh, while they're sitting at home and they've got the time. So we wanted to, to kind of be in line with what's happening around us to be relevant at the time. So the podcast, um, which is a great idea, and the feedback that we've had, I think will outlast lockdown and and COVID-19. I think that there is a real place for that in the future. Uh, likewise, we had to scramble to get our, our CCLR license um, because we needed to be able to do that, to be able to, um, to do it uh, online. Um, and so we've done that. Now we have that. And so yeah. it's enhanced our services. Um, and whatever we want to do with that going forward, um, it means we've got it. Um, we're in the process of um, installing fiber, upgrading our, our thing, and we would have done that anyway, but it just so helps knowing you yes. know, um, that we have that in terms of whatever um, online ministry to have the capacity um, for that uh, going forward. Uh, and then, you know, again, just the way people have adapted has been amazing. I mean, we all know that Zoom is you know, is, is not great. <laughs> yeah. And it takes a lot of concentration and it's not the same as community in somebody's house. But, you know, at least it gives us the opportunity to connect. At least it gives us the opportunity to see each other, check in with each other. Um, and, and I've been so encouraged by how many people, I mean, we all, none of us like it, but if we don't, we, 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 we're just going to isolate ourselves. We, we're not going to be able to, to connect as much as we would like. And particularly people like Leslie Lee, you know, learning, you know, new skills yes. um, at her age. Um, and, and I'll say that with respect, just like yes. our seniors, yes. uh, you know, learning <laughs> new skills um, at, at, you know, and facilitating an online course. Like she's just been doing, she's got another one coming up. I mean, that is just fantastic to yeah. see people um, learning new things. Like you were saying, editing and, and, and things like that. We're all learning new skills. So I think, I think what that does is that the things we do now are um, putting us in, in a very good stead going forward. Things will get back to, to normal. The, the pandemic yeah. will pass. Yes. That we are sure of. Nothing stays around forever. Uh, it might be a bit longer than we initially anticipated. It will pass. And 
uh, and we will get to to worship back in in our building, um, and uh, it will probably you know be a phased in thing. Um, but I think there are opportunities that we um, we are looking at now. It's very hard, like you said earlier, it's very hard to plan long term because we just don't know. Yes. But I think one of the conversations that we um, we are well, we're certainly having now, and we will continue to have is well, what post the the the, the kind of peak when the infection rate stabilizes and, and starts to, to taper off. Um, what would that look like in terms of gathering? The government, you know, um, has not rescinded the 50, you know, um, um, person, you know, rule. And um, we've just fell through the, the peak of the pandemic. It wouldn't be wise to, to come out. And, um, but as soon as it is, um, we wouldn't wait until, you know, we would wait until just safer and with yes. no pressure on anybody. So what would that look like in terms of um, uh, maybe live streaming a service from our building um, while the remainder of folks can worship at home, as, as many churches are already doing? Yeah. So that's not actually that hard to do. We've got the capacity to do that. And um, we would, you know, we would explore options like that as a way of landing, as a way of, of re-engaging. Yes. Um, until such time as we get to like level two, level one, um, and, uh, and, and so on. So, um, I think there are some great opportunities. There are some great opportunities that lie before us that we are learning now that we would want to carry into the future. Yeah. And I love, I love that you touched on um, learning skills, learning new skills, because, you know, as much as we can joke about, about, um, you know, having to become film crews and stuff like that, I think the one of the biggest positives for me that I personally can take out of out of this time is that necessity to learn new skills. Mm. You know, I love music. I love um, creating music. But there was always a part of me that that it was always just that little side thing that didn't really get the attention it needed to. Now with online worship, it's forced me to learn more. Mm. It's forced me to learn more in the realms of of um, music mixing and editing and mastering and all right. these things. It's forced me to do that. And again, it was a choice. I could either step back and go, I can't do this. And we would have been sitting in, 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 a, in just a, a stagnant place of going, well, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Or I could step up and go, actually, I just need to learn this. I just need to do this because this is what we need to do. I've been really encouraged to see how communities have come together in this time. That's right. You know? As you're saying that we appreciate meeting physically together here and Zoom is never going to even come close yeah. to, to fulfilling that desire. But to see how so many of our, our communities have come together with those who um, did not have the, the capabilities to, to do anything online, they've either been helping with, um, with data mm. for Zoom, they've been helping to set people up with Zoom, um, that's just been so encouraging to to see people come together instead of just flapping around right. and stressing how so many of our people have gone, this is what it is. Yeah. We can choose. We either say, well, we're just not going to meet as a community or we can go, this is how we will meet and let's help all of those in our group to meet in, in a way that will suit them as best as possible. Absolutely. And that's been, that's been really wonderful to see. Um, and it to me it just it just speaks of um just the sometimes the willingness of of our people to come together 
we've just done a series at, at church called In This Together. Yeah. We've just finished it up now. Mm. And to me, this, this whole time, whether it be communities meeting, whatever it looks like, I think our, our people at Lighthouse have really personified that to me, mm. that when times are tough, we do come together yeah. and we do, we do pull one another together in this thing. Absolutely. So all of this that we're doing, Trev, everything we're doing now, the purpose of the podcast is obviously to pull out a spiritual principle that we can apply. And to me, um, a spiritual principle that exists in all of this that we're talking about is moving out of your comfort zone. Mm. None of this was comfortable for us. No. None of this was. Um, and not just for us as a church, for other people in our church with businesses. Um, I think, for instance, um, of uh, Vicky for Helen O'Grady, mm. Drama Academy. Now, all of a sudden, having to do everything online. That's right. And she's, she's testified to the struggles that that has been at first. Um, but just having to adapt to that. But none of what we've done has been comfortable, at mm. least. And certainly for, for most of us, I think we, we've felt a bit unprepared. Now, I'm never going to be an advocate for, you know, uh, you can run into to, to any area of your life um, unprepared and, and God will see you through that. You know, no need to prepare. Mm. I'm never going to be an advocate for that. But I think that this, this period, the season that we're in, definitely speaks of God's faithfulness to his people when we're willing to step out of our comfort zone, yeah. no matter how unprepared we may feel. Yeah. Trev, maybe just your, your thoughts on that, of, of just seeing God's goodness in all of this, seeing his faithfulness in all of this, when we as his people are willing to step out, regardless of how, com- how uncomfortable or how unprepared we may feel about it. Yeah, I think... I think to keep two things in perspective, that, uh, that, that's really good. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's with us now, and he'll be with us in the future. And, and I think in this journey of faith, there, there are different dimensions. There's a past dimension, um, uh, obviously the work of the cross, our, our history with God, etc. There's a very present dimension. And for us right now, that, that's for pretty much all of us. It's tough. It's not the space we want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we're in the same boat as the rest of the world. Uh, it, it's affecting so much of our um, of our lives. Um, it's on the news every day, etc. And and so part of it, part of it, just like we've been talking about embracing ministry uh, for us as as pastors, but people in the workplace working from home, adapting to new skills. All that we've talked about in terms of our journey as a church can be applied to people, you know, in their business, in their yes. work situation, etc. And it's about it's about embracing what God is doing with us now. It's not comfortable. It hasn't been easy for me. It hasn't been easy for you or any of us to find faith, to hold on to faith, to uh, to press into God. Um, we find ourselves in, in perhaps an uncomfortable season, even in our relationship with God, um, because so much has been stripped away. So much has has, has come our way. But it's a, I think it's this this tension of holding on to God in the now, help asking him to help us to adapt um, sure. for wisdom to to handle and to readjust and 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 so on to find faith now and hold on to God now at the same time we always carry in our hearts the hope of what is still yeah. to come the hope of uh, and I'm not talking about heaven I'm talking about the season will pass and and I think for me it's this tension between and we were talking um, off air earlier you know this tension of embracing where we are now 
um, and not living in, oh, I can't wait to get back. Yes. I can't wait to, you know, because if you only live in the future, you miss the now. You miss what God is doing now. Um, and so it is easy and tempting because things are uncomfortable to, to just want to live in the future. Oh, I just can't wait till we be, we back and I'm just going to lie low and I don't like Zoom and I'm going to, it's not, that's not yeah. helpful. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think for, for, for most, it would just actually make it worse. We carry, let's carry in our hearts this, 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 maybe it's not a tension, but the, these, these two aspects, one to embrace God now. To learn the lessons, yes, it is uncomfortable. Yes, it is hard. Yes, most of us feel like we're probably just hanging in there and holding on, but that's okay to go and affirm that God is with us, that God will see us through. There's so much we don't know, but there's a lot we do know. And we know God and we know he's faithful and we, know, and we hold on to that right now while things are uncomfortable. But we carry in our hearts at the same time the hope, the joy, when we can come back together, yes. when we can celebrate, because those things are important. One of the few things that, you know, well, I think there are many things that will, you know, um, where we will return back to a degree of normality. In fact, a large degree of normality, because that's what we enjoy. I'm talking church life. And, yes. and probably most of our lives will get back to a degree of normality. Um, and what do we enjoy about church? We love the coming together. We love the, the warmth, the, the, the hanging around the coffee bar. We love the seeing one another and catching up with our lives. We love the experience of God's presence that comes corporately, that you can't experience in, in your living room, that we desperately miss. So we carry in our hearts the hope, the, the joy that is before us, that this will pass, um, that, um, that, that that is before us. And I think that keeps us going as well, to know that we, I'm embracing today, I'm living for today, but I'm also living for tomorrow. Um, and I'm tracking with God through this. And, and that is apply, as, as much applicable to us as pastors in, in doing what we're doing now, to us as Christians, to all of us, and relative to our particular circumstances in our families, in our work environments, and so on, to, to do what we need to do now, both in faith and, um, and in practical terms, as we move through into, um, into, um, into a new and exciting future. Um, much, much of what we, what we did in the past will return and there will be new opportunities and exciting things to, yeah. um, to, to embrace. And I, and I think that is the journey of faith, um, that, that equips us for today and for tomorrow. Sure. Trev, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's an exciting journey. Yeah. This really is. And I think you've summed it up with that awesome challenge of we're living in the present we're living in the now. We're keeping our eyes fixed on God in the now, but we're still holding on to that hope. That's right. We're still holding on to that hope. That's right. So I think I speak on behalf of everyone when I say, can't wait, can't wait for the day when we get to see one another back here again. Yep. But until next time, stay safe, be encouraged, and God bless. <laughs>